You made it to the Hidden Gems podcast, the podcast that highlights the journeys of small business owners, entrepreneurs, and creatives through conversation, interviews, and storytelling. Tune in every Monday for a new episode where I drop major gems, or at least my guests drop major gems. All right, Kristen, DJ KL. DJ KL. Oh, welcome to the Hidden Gems podcast. Thank you so much for hopping on with me this evening. Um, it was very yes, it was very important for me to like have you on because uh, we kind of discussed a little earlier. But you and I used to work together, and mm-hmm. um, I never knew you had this passion for music like this. So this was this was like oh, I was like, and I don't know that many female DJs. So oh, I'm wow. trying yes. to get her on the show. So, um, like we talked about, I'm going to ask you about five to seven random questions and um, answer them to the best of your ability. (laughs) All right. So the first one is, if you had three wishes, what would you wish for? Oh, wow. That's so broad. Um, (laughs) There's so much you want. Yeah. Um, Okay. So endless wealth. Okay. Okay. We'll start there. Um, dang. Okay, and and good health for me and my family. Mm-hmm. Um, dang. And I guess I would say the third one would be peace, where I wouldn't have to search for it. You know, it would just automatically come. Yeah, that's a good one. So endless health or endless wealth, (laughs) good good health and peace. Yep. Those are good ones. I don't know what I think. It would be along the same lines. Yeah. So I don't want to have to worry about no money, you know. Right. Exactly. My wealth. And then from then on, you know, we're good. Good health so I can spend the money, you know. Right. Yeah. That's a good question. I think about my wishes. Because if a dream was to ever come to life, I'm going to need to have that ready. Right. You, you definitely got to have, what is it? What do they say? Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Right. That's right. My <laughs> homie always says that to me. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what, what's got to go on. Okay. So my next question, random questions with Kendra. Um, what would you rather throw away, love or money? Ooh, that was a good Oh. <laughs> I would say money. Okay. Why? Because um, money can draw evil things out of people if it's not under control. Um, I think that's why half of our generation is the way that it is. Why people go so crazy is because of money. And I just feel like sometimes you don't have, it doesn't have to be a negative thing, but that's what it turns out to be. So I would definitely get rid of, of money. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Love is um, just unmatched, is especially in all the different ways that you can love. Like even if it's not romantic love, if it's just like motherly love or brotherly right. love, or sisterly exactly. love. Like there's so I many. Love it is con- more consistent than money. Yeah, so many different aspects of love. Absolutely. Okay, what's the most beautiful place you've ever seen? I'm trying to I would say Jamaica that's okay. the, I've been that's I've only been out of the country twice and it was to go to Jamaica and that 
the water. I love beaches, but it's just different. Like the air is different. So I would definitely say Jamaica. I've never been to Jamaica and I always hear such great things about it. Yes, I'm going again. I said it was so good that I'm going to, I think I've, I've been to Jamaica twice when I was younger. And mm-hmm. then um, as I got older a couple years ago with my line sisters, and then I'm going to go again. I just told them we got to plan us a trip to Jamaica. Right. I want to go, but I got to figure out when I'm going to go. I got all these random trips planned in my head and I just never, I've never been to Jamaica. That's crazy. Oh, you need to go. You got to go. <laughs> it always looks pretty in pictures and stuff like when I see it I'm always like wow it looks like such a great place it is and it's it's because I you know those travel agent websites and stuff always make things to be prettier than what they are in person but Jamaica is definitely what you see in the pictures oh okay I'm gonna have to go check it out then for sure for sure okay let's see what we got next um what your favorite tv show sister 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 yes <laughs> um that it so my therapist would tell me to find ways that brings me peace in a chaotic situation uh-huh uh, whether it be work or dealing with milan and everything all at once the business and what brings me peace is watching like old 90s sitcoms but okay. number one is sister, sister, because it just takes me back to when I didn't have any worries. I was a kid. I didn't have to do nothing. You know, it just I don't know why. I just feel like that time was just so free. Um. So, yeah, definitely say sister, sister. OK, yeah. Sister, sister was a good show, though. Like yes. it was a nice, wholesome show. And it was like, you know, you got to see this like mixed black family. Like, exactly. Right. Yeah, yes. I really I really did enjoy that show. That yeah. was a good show. Um, I do. I have some fond memories watching Sister Sister. I also like to watch like uh, repeaters. Like I, 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 I don't often pick up new shows, but when I do, <laughs> I pick them up. But Me like, too. I've probably watched um, Bridgerton like five times <laughs> in the same way. And you would think, watch every time I watch it, you would think I have. It was my first time watching it. Mm-hmm. I did that with Blood and Water too. Blood and Water on Netflix was really good. Okay, I have to look at that one. I have. Oh, you would love it. Yeah, you're gonna have to check that out. It's really good. I didn't expect for it to be that good. It's good. Okay, I'll have to go look at it. I watched uh, that other one, Shadow and Bone. It was okay. Oh, I haven't uh, seen that one. I think my long sister is watching that one right now. We always like throw out different shows we're watching, but lately I've been so caught up on the DJ and thing that if I do sit down and have time to watch TV. I'm falling asleep on it, my girl. (laughs) Yeah. And then the one that I just recently started recently, recently, like the other day I started watching was, um, oh God, the Irregulars. Oh yeah. I heard about that too. Yeah. It's like a little, she's, she's been, she's been trying to watch that with me and Mm -hmm. we haven't, we were trying to start on mother's day and I fell asleep. So like I told you, if I have time, I'm (laughs) sleeping. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, one more. Um, what's the strangest thing in your refrigerator? Mm. Dang. It's this old, so that my friend does these detox teas. And I drank the tea already, but the jar still has like the lemon, the lemon peels in it in okay. the refrigerator. And I haven't taken it out. I don't know why. 
it's really <laughs> weird. It hasn't molded, but it's just sitting in there. Oh, I'm that's, that's weird to say. Okay. And the only reason, and I thought about that because I just opened the refrigerator to get water and I saw it and I'm like, why haven't you thrown that away exactly? And I still didn't throw it away. It's pretty insane. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so Nate, my husband, he makes fun of me because he's like, um, I'll have science experiments going on in the refrigerator uh, <laughs> because sometimes like I might eat half of an avocado and forget the other half is in there. The avocados, they go like that. So yes, I don't get like, to it. They deteriorate in seconds, my girl. <laughs> so you can't even leave that in there too long. I know. It. Yeah. Yeah. So like stuff like that will be in there. And he'll be like, I guess this was another science experiment. Wasn't it? <laughs> it wasn't even that. But like I in my pantry, I have some sweet potatoes in there that have been in uh-huh. there for probably about two weeks and they're starting to sprout their roots. So you know what? I do too. I have one and they are sprouting. And I'm just like, well, sprouting doesn't necessarily mean molding. Right, because so, a potato is a root anyway. So So baby, if you're gonna sprout, go ahead. When I'm ready for you, I'm gonna eat you. Right, exactly, exactly. All right. So Kristen DJ KL, I want you to tell it's us amazing. a little bit about yourself. Tell us about yourself. How did All you right. Here? So I, um, of course, my name is Kristen. So I grew up in Stockbridge, Henry County area. I've always been a music person. It started with my mom who and my grandma who are singers and they sing. Basically, they just did it within the church. Um, my mom used to want to do like the traveling gospel singing thing, but she never could because it was just me, her, and my brother. And so she she, uh, she never had anybody to keep us. Uh, she couldn't really fulfill that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but yeah, we're just a, a musically inclined family. My brother does the rapping thing. He's very talented when it comes to writing and freestyling. It's something that he has not pursued further enough that I would like to see um, out of fear. of. I'm not really sure if he's just afraid of what comes with it, but his answer to that is always, fear and he can't really describe what type of fear that is for him why it's fearful but so he's never like gone out into the industry like he was supposed to Mm -hmm. um but me on the other hand music is my safe haven I listen to music when I'm sad happy mad cleaning anything using the bathroom like music is (laughs) everything to me and because I had somewhat of a rough upbringing mentally um music would just be the th- my escape. And so I can sing, but I don't want to be a singer, if that makes sense. I always wanted uh-huh. to be like, I'll, I'll get in the studio with my homies to do ad libs, or if they wanted me on their mixtapes, I'll do some little ad libs in the background, but I never wanted to do my own thing, like an album or anything where I was a solo artist, because even though I love music, that's not where my passion came in. And so I would always say when I was a little girl, like I wanted to be a DJ, like that was on my bucket list. And so I always put it to the side because I would pick it up, put it back down. And I picked up the fashion thing because I'm really into like kimonos and weird fashion tips. But Mm -hmm. I just never pursued it until after I had Milan. And I was just like, you know, um, I'll never forget doing this side job, this security job I was doing for some extra money for Christmas. And she would, the girl was DJing and I was just like, you know, it's on my bucket list to be a DJ. This is so dope. And she was like, well, it can't be on your bucket list if you're not doing it yet. And so that was the day I want to say that was like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And that was the day I picked up 
and started practicing and listening to different streams of DJs and really getting into it. And every time me and my line sisters or my friends and we go places, they're like, where did Kristen go? And then they'll be like, well, we know where she is. She over there by the DJ, but I always <laughs> stop the DJs. Like I'm always asking questions and trying to learn because I think what gave me the passion to DJ within itself was to see how people react when you play their songs. Mm-hmm. Like I just love when, because people go places to get away from things. And if right. there's somewhere where music is being played, it's because they want to hear the music, they want to vibe and they want their energy. And so I love to be able to provide just a, a, a temporary getaway, if, yeah. it, if that makes sense, um, through music. So that's a little bit about me. Okay, that's awesome. That's it's interesting that um you said you like to watch old shows because uh, like of Sister Sister because that was a getaway for you, and then you yes. also like to provide a give getaway right. for other people. That's very yes. interesting. Um, my other question that I wanted to ask you: so, like, how did you like get into like? Do you have to take classes to learn how to DJ, or like, is it something you oh, just have to kind of like? Oh my god, pick up. You asked me that because. <laughs> DJing is not something you can just hop and do. It's it's hard. It's tedious. And um, it's kind of like something that's hard. You know, usually when you find something hard that you're not getting, I guess, the passion out of it, you don't want to learn it and you don't want to focus on it. You just give up and don't want to do it. But when you're passionate about something, mm-hmm. it gives you like this drive to find ways to figure it out. When I started, Kendra, I literally knew zero about a board about how to mix about what buttons go anywhere and I barely watched YouTube I just had a lot of guy friends that were DJs Mm -hmm. that I reached out to and I was just like hey look give me some tips what software do you use so I started with a software that kind of gave me like these YouTube videos that I wouldn't even be able to tell you right now what the YouTube videos did because I'm on a whole new venture now with a whole new technological thing that I'm doing so it's just, it's, I'm self-taught. I learn as I go. I ask a lot of questions through my mentor, who's a really um, uh, upcoming and good DJ. His name is DJ Ricky Moss. Um, okay. He does a lot of the hot spots in Atlanta. And he kind of gives me the tips. He won't give me the answer. Right. He'll kind of give me my way to feel so I can learn it. But I guess that's a better feeling when you learn it on your own and you conquer it because it feels so much better than somebody just saying, hey, here it is. And I think God had to teach me that in a different way because I I knew the DJs and I wanted them to give me the answers, but it didn't feel the same. Even though they were giving me like, if I would ask a question and he's like, this is exactly how you do it. I still would have to still figure it out when I got it by myself. So it feels better to teach myself and learn it because I know it'll be much better when I give it out to the crowd or when I'm mixing and I'm spinning. I I know it feels good because I learned this shit on my own. But when I started it was like a deer in headlights. Like, what do I do? Just download yeah. the song, bro? Like, and my dream was always to learn the rawness of DJing. I didn't want to start with the new age with computers and tech <laughs> technology. I wanted to start with old records. I haven't okay. done that yet, but that is my next task after I master doing the technical part because so many people are like requesting me to DJ right now. It's hard for me to take time to like really focus on the things that come where DJ and came from. But that's exactly what I want to do. I really want to sit down and do like spin old records and pick, order a bunch of old records from Amazon and just literally teach myself without a computer. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That, um, yeah. 
it's I love that you're self-taught, first of all, um, yeah. because I think that a lot of times in life when we're learning things about life that you didn't learn in school, you have to be self-taught anyway. And that right. just speaks more to your ability to just kind of pick up and roll with the punches and right. do what you got to do to figure out what you have to figure out, figure out to pursue your passion, which right. is music. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Like my my podcast, I'm self-taught on the podcast, so. (laughs) (laughs) All out here rolling, but that to me, I feel like it's more authentic when it's that way. Yeah, I can give you a better product when I teach myself because then even if I have questions, I can always revert back to where I came from. Like, I don't know, it just feels better to me, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, even if you even take it back to like, so I got my degree in English, I technically people would assume that I would be great at (laughs) grammar and literature and all of that stuff. But like half of that stuff, I can hardly remember. But if you ask me something, right. If you ask me something about something that I had to actually pick up and learn myself and actually like something I learned through experience, I will be Mm -hmm. able to tell you how to get there, how to go there, what you can do to get to this point. Like, it's it's easier for me to do it that way. I think that's why like um I kind of picked up photography a little more. Now granted I did take some classes in photography but it was as a minor but it was all hands on. So like okay. everything we were doing was we had to learn and like it was just like that's how I feel like that's how a lot of people learn in that Absolutely. I can so how long have you been DJing? I think you mentioned that you started kind of like after Milan was born. Mm-hmm. So Physically, like really getting on the board and mixing, I um, started, I want to say she was about three months old is when I really started looking up different boards to use, different things to um, like what type of software I felt like I w- was worked better for me was around that time. I kind of put it down too. I, I put it down for a little bit right around. She was probably like a year old. I started going through some, just some things in life. And I was trying to question myself, like, is okay, is this really what you want, KB? Like, if you're going to do it, you got to go full throttle, don't stop. And just one of those patches of just going back and forth and battling with myself internally. But so, yeah, overall, I want to say I've been doing it now, going on four years, but really, really in it, like in it full throttle, I want to say a year. Okay. Instead of like not putting it down at all, going full force a year. Okay. So when you keep talking about the boards, what are the boards? Because I I'm pretty sure. Oh no, that's that right. Um, that's DJ talk. So that's my <laughs> turntables. Okay. Like, call it. It could be a board, uh, turntables, just spinners. But I call it. I actually didn't call it a board until like earlier this year when my mentor was just like, "So what are you using the sync button on your board?" And I'm just like, "Nigga, what is?" fuck is a board okay i know what <laughs> i know what a turntable is but then yeah so those are the turntables i just called it a board now okay. it's crazy how one person can be doing something you wouldn't do it you pick it up one time and you start using it yeah yeah because i was definitely sitting here like um i think i know what she's <laughs> talking about but i'm gonna ask for my sake and for my listeners sake yes okay thank you for that clarification <laughs> so uh what have some challenges been for you as a dj and also as a woman who is breaking into this djing type of industry where we don't see a whole lot of women as djs um uh, you know, 
they don't usually take you serious when you're a woman in the music industry if you're not a singer or now they're even now our rappers are starting to come to pass where they really respect you other than Lil Kim and you know that but and it's kind of hard to basically be seen Mm -hmm. um I'm trying to make sure that I brand myself in an image to where nobody will ever forget me so I want to say that's the hardest part is being it's not a lot of female DJs but the ones that are DJing, I, they're like well-known and awesome in the city. And so I think the hardest part right now for me and has been, is just making sure my branding is crisp and it's loud. I want yeah. people to know who I am. Like, oh, DJ KL did your event? Girl, you know. Um, so it's just being seen and people taking you serious when they book your event and say, oh, it's a female DJ. And yeah. well, is she going to know how to mixed like like this dude would like y'all we got the same crap you know what I'm saying it's a song I can mix it just like he would but it you have to go take extra steps to let people know look I am who I am I'm a woman but I don't play you know what I'm saying I'm gonna give you your product I'm gonna give you what you want and it's gonna be nice so I think the hardest part is just making sure my brand stands out so they won't pick the dude over me or they won't say oh she a female DJ we're gonna have to go you know, find us a, you know, just making sure that I stand out loud to other people. That's been my hardest part and not moving in fear. Sometimes I make mistakes. Um, and it's hard when, you know, in this industry, you make one little mistake and it, it's like a blueprint or Mm -hmm. they use that against you for a while and it's hard to get over it. And so I think I'm trying to make sure I understand that I'm still human. And so, and I'm still learning in this industry. So sometimes I tend to beat myself up and I put the tables down and I'm just like, KB, and I beat myself for, up to, for too long. Why did you do that? You could have did that song better. And, you know, do it would have did it this way. You're a female, you got to stand out. So I think right now is making sure that I learn from the mistakes and not allow it to set me back. Yeah, that's crazy that you mentioned that, how you, you know, you have to stand out a little more than everybody else because I think that is a struggle that, all black women have like we always have to be three steps ahead of one person and five steps ahead of another person of another race just to be considered being on the same to be on the same level yes that another race really just I was just thinking about that in the beginning that's what I was going to say is I'm not your typical video vixen with a big butt and Mm -hmm. a perfect body and you know long pretty hair light skin you know I'm I'm your African-American woman I'm thick I'm not skinny I've been thick all my life so I just kind of wanted to brand an image to let women and girls know that you it's okay to be yourself and still be successful yeah that's why I'm trying to make sure I brand myself in the right way so that I can show them you can still make it no matter where you come from and what you look like yeah, I love the way your brand looks like the way you have things branded, by the way. Um, Thank you so it's giving, much. <laughs> it's giving me some like 90s vibes, like yes. next to a little like today. Yes. Just like it's giving millennial. Like I get yes. it. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going for. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it just works. It works out and it works very well. But yeah, I, I'm glad that you mentioned that about that because um other people can just be mediocre at something right yeah. right but we always yeah. have to be more than right. more than that so i'm i'm glad that you brought that up um so what does it mean to be a mompreneur for you because you are a mompreneur like an entrepreneur but you're also yeah. a mom 
And how are you kind of balancing that? Because I know, I know from personal experience (laughs) that balancing being a mom and being an entrepreneur and also working a full-time job is not an easy. Yes. So how how are you balancing that? How is that working for you? Um, I will be completely honest and say, there are some nights I go to bed and I cry Yeah. because it, I'm not only just a, a, a single mom, a, a business owner, plus having to balance real work because my real work, my day job is what pays for my, my dreams right now. I still also have to think about um, the things that she wants to do, gymnastics, extracurricular activities, dinner, hell, you know, cleaning my house. And so I will definitely say that my strength comes from being a mom and an entrepreneur because we have so many different hats that we have to wear. And another thing that I think I struggle with the most outside of it all is making sure I'm not taking out my negative emotions out on her. Mm-hmm. When I've had a long day and I've been working and all I want to do is get on my turntables, but I still got to get back on that computer to finish my day job because that's what pays the bills most of the time outside of that. I tend to let my attitude dictate the atmosphere in the house. And sometimes she'll be like, mommy, you're being so mean. And it's not on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's just literally because I'm battling so much at one time. Mm-hmm. So I will honestly say I do this in particular, I am a DJ and an entrepreneur because I want moms to know that they can do it. It's hard, but you can get through it. Like I can't even describe, but it's really one of the hardest things I think I've ever had to deal with in my life is being a mom, a business owner, plus working and just trying to make sure I get everything done in this 24 hours that I have because you don't get more. And then you're not getting any younger and you can't get the time back that you've already spent. So I'm just trying to get that balance where I'm spending time with her she can see that positive side spend this time on the business get your work done you know in a perfect world (laughs) but I want to say it's still a challenge I haven't figured it out yet but one day at a time yeah definitely a challenge I think one big thing that we have to remember as parents like you said when you're DJing you have to remember you're human you make mistakes and as we do that too like we're still humans And even though like we know we shouldn't have attitudes with our kids because of the way things went in our day, because it had nothing to do with them. But like we still have those lingering feelings sometimes and it's it sometimes bubbles over. And like as a parent who tries to be as transparent with my children and as open and honest with them as I possibly can. Um, (laughs) I try and tell them, you know, like I like sometimes my my four year old. He loves to be right up under me all the time. Like if I'm sitting on the couch, Sam is trying to be right there. Now the two-year-old is even worse. It's not even just a regular, just sit up under you. They got to touch you some (laughs) way, somehow. Yes. I have to be like, like, Sam, I need my personal space right now. And he's like, I'm not in your personal space. And I'm like, yes, you are. Or like um, now, like, since he's getting older, I'm like, okay, I'm closing my door so I can change my clothes. Can you give me some privacy? <laughs> can I, like, or can I use the bathroom? Yeah. Can I do girl? Ooh. Yeah. So like it's it's interesting to be a parent. And I'm glad that I'm talking to another parent who is also yes, girl. I did it. 
it's just like, oh my God, I have a lot of things on my plate right now and I'm trying to do this and I'm trying to do that. And like all in all, you know, at the end of the day, we're trying to do it for our kids so that exactly. they can, you know, so we can leave that legacy for them so they know that, exactly. that it can be done. But um, exactly. it's just like what, it, sometimes I have to ask myself, like, what am I sacrificing? Like, mm. am I sacrificing that, like, quality time with them? Like, do I need to put my phone down when I get home so I can be with them for at least a couple of hours and give mm. them my undivided attention? Like, it's it's so many, like, mental hurdles that you have to go over to keep your sane yes. and to also nurture these little people that you, you know, you brought into this world. So Right. Like, and then have that compassion to nurture because sometimes she may need that and I it's the hardest thing to provide because I've just literally had a long day and I want to lay down and not be touched but if that is what she needs in that moment I got to put all that aside so yeah it's just the I guess our biggest word out of all of this is sacrifice because we sacrifice so much yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely sure. sacrificing. Like we give, give, give all day. Yeah. Like giving. All we do is give. Give. <laughs> so Lord. since we talked a little bit, I mentioned legacy. What type of legacy would you like to leave behind from your business, from your DJM? Um, so my mom wasn't was not really good with um finances and money and handling streams of income and so I want to just leave a deep-rooted legacy of I don't even want to make sure I want to make sure I'm not saying it in a materialistic manner I just want to leave generational wealth right and I don't just mean by the money Mm -hmm. I mean mentally spiritually emotionally and physically I want you to be able to say um hey your great great grandma left this for you whether it, because I want my DJing to branch off in different, different types of things other than just, um, just solely DJing for other people. I kind of want to go into producing, Mm -hmm. um, because I don't know of a lot of women producers. I want to do the producing side. I also want to open up a restaurant, um, where the restaurant is based upon like music. I want to do a nonprofit organization for prisoners who are just coming home. So I kind of want different things to leave behind that that have substance yeah so it can last and you can pass it on to your children's children and so I can be gone for many 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 years but I'm still kind of here yeah for sure that's like a way to immortalize yourself in a way right yeah, yeah that's um yeah that's great that's kind of like the same idea I have I, I on my last episode my mom interviewed me and she asked me what legacy I want to leave behind Mm-hmm. for my kids and I was like well you know because you know I sell waste bees too and I make them and I was like you know the waste bee thing I don't know right. it would, um <laughs> yeah I need to get me some girl I'm gonna think they might get lost in my rolls but I no they won't and no they won't and we're not gonna do no negative talk you they're gonna be <laughs> on you they're gonna be beautiful you're gonna love them that's right I gotta work on that you are so right so uh but yeah like my mom uh was asking me about the legacy and I was like I don't know Sam and Weston if they were interested in you know making waste bees when they got older they wanted to continue that business they could but I think my biggest thing for them would be so that they could see that it was able to get done that they have that entrepreneurial spirit in their body and in their souls because they saw their mom do it and like 
my I found out that my grandparents were entrepreneurs. They had a tailor shop. Uh, another set of my grandparents had a barber shop. Like, so I was, you know, able to figure it out. My uncle used to have a restaurant. So like, it's just like, I want them to be able to see that, yes, it can be done. Yes, you can yes. do it. Like whatever your business is that you want to do, you can do. Even if right. it's not my business, it's okay. Um, and so. I think that's another thing for us as African-Americans to leave legacies because if we don't, they'll try to erase us. Mm-hmm. And so I, I want to make sure I'm putting a footprint in the game. So you're not just going to remember, you're going to remember my daughter, my great-granddaughter, my grand, you know, on so and for you. So like, you're, I agree 100%. Yes. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> drinking some water. <laughs> oh, I was trying to swallow real quick. <laughs> so what are your favorite types of events to uh, DJ so far? Um, weddings. Okay. And birthday parties. And okay. I want to say birthday parties of our generation and a little older because the real root of music came out before us and then as we were children. And so I, I've always been an old school girl. Like I love my 90s, my 80s. I love that type of the era because it's hard. You get so right now, the songs aren't of substance to me. They're about the beat. You like the way it sounds versus what you hear. Now, some of these rappers are saying things that you can relate to, but it's it, it all seems like it's back to the same thing. I'm a real good, I'm a soul R&B girl. So I love parties that allow me to take me back, like those 90s parties and all yeah. um, Or even like the retirement parties where they want to just be taken back to when they were in high school. It <laughs> gives me time to take them back to that era. And weddings, because I just love love. I am a love person. I don't have me a husband yet. He coming, but I just love, way, love, and I love the way people feel when they hear love music. I just like that aura and that atmosphere. So definitely birthday parties and weddings. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I think I would like, um, I think I would like weddings, but I don't know. So like from a photographer's <laughs> point of view, oh, yeah. like at a wedding, it's just kind of like weddings are actually probably my least favorite things to really? the, oh my god I like like some of it but I don't like I don't like uh, with how on edge people are but I get it okay. because it's your day okay. and you want everything to come out perfect but like it's just like the tension that's always in the yeah. air at the wedding okay um and then for me like my thing is as a photographer I like to get the photos back to you quickly and I right. hate like when my friends like one of my friends was unable to use me as a photographer because I was one of her mm-hmm. bridesmaids so she had to use somebody else and I was like so where are the pictures and she was like I haven't got them back yet and then when she got mm-hmm. them back it just wasn't it wasn't what she wanted and I was I felt so bad and I but I was like you know I don't know what was going on because it was like two photographers (laughs) moving around so I'm just like I do weddings and events by myself and I can get the pictures back to people within two days and then you got me a a lousy product with two right yeah right it was but like I don't know weddings are like my least favorite and then like sometimes um uh like um when people want like <laughs> headshots sometimes mm-hmm. yeah I don't like when people feel like they want to look at my camera like if I offer to show you oh. 
<laughs> like, you know, <laughs> okay, that's just like people coming up to the DJ booth. Oh, don't come up here 1.5 million times. That's just about being in your because you have your own uh era that you're in, like your own feel right now. This is my craft. Can you back up? Yeah, this is I'm taking a picture of you. This is raw form. Can you just back up? I got it. right, please. Yeah. Like, I get it. I get it. I got it. I got I it. I honestly don't want to see it on the camera before you go <laughs> with it. Well, uh uh uh. I like if I if I get like what I feel like is a really well composed shot and I'm just like, OK, I want to show you this because I want you to know what you're what to be expecting. Like, I will show it to you, but I don't want to have to show you every single shot right, right after you I take it. No yeah. one should ask that of you. I think that's rude. But hey, that's just me. <laughs> yeah. So like photography is so much like for me, it's just very uh, mentally taxing. Now, I do enjoy doing birthday parties for people like our generation and older okay. or like yeah, events yeah. because they are just there to have fun. They want you to take pictures at this little photo booth that they got set up. Right. And they want, you know, some action shots of like people dancing or people eating and stuff like that. Yeah. And they In don't. In the moment. Type yeah. Thing. Yeah. They okay. don't care. And I'm just like, cool. And then most of the time at those events, they will feed me. And I'm just like, oh, oh even yeah, better. Too, baby. They're going to give me free drinks <laughs> and they're going to feed me. That's the best yeah. part about it. Yes. Facts. That is, that is like the best part That's about it. Like, I love birthday parties and events i will do that now kids birthday parties i like kids birthday parties too but i always have to like give parents disclaimers like nine times out of ten they're gonna cry at their birthday so right. <laughs> i don't know why it's like that and on the, like milan literally has the worst attitudes on her birthday <laughs> out without even before she was a baby before her shots like she just has this work. Every, we're celebrating you, and you got the nerve to have an attitude. <laughs> yeah, it's that's like kids parties, honey. Unless they be like, okay, just freestyle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He is just one little kids bot. Like they just want little. that's all they want yeah one of my best friends she we had a running joke growing up that she cried every year on her birthday because she did like and she still I feel like she still does uh cry on her birthday (laughs) because it's always just something if it's not about the birthday it's about some dude or something like that like yeah something going on yeah. yeah she cries every year on her birthday but yeah I like birthday parties and I like um I like I do like um when I do like portraiture like family photos okay I like those because most of the time like one of the partners whether it be the husband or the wife or the husband and the husband or the wife and the wife one Mm. of them is gonna be like babe leave her alone she understands how to do this she's a photographer (laughs) like one of them is always like that and that is just like thank you ma'am you understand yes Yes. (laughs) you understand thank you please have i I love creative photography like the really rawness in some mm-hmm. photo photos I don't want I want you to tell me what you want me to do because you know what you're doing type of thing yeah I feel like when when the photographer gives you what they want you to do or they give you somewhat of their aspect it's kind of like their craft coming out they know what mm-hmm. they're doing so I listen yeah yeah see you listen though <laughs> <laughs> kind of hard for other people what you it, it definitely is but like that's why like so anyways but that's long story short kind of why photography is just like on pause for me right now aside yeah. from the fact that i got a million other things going on but right. it's got to be on pause because it's Sometimes a lot we gotta do that honey yeah we do we do um 
So I think those are all the questions I had. Did you have um, anything else that you wanted to like mention where they can find you? Look, do you need a voice to be like DJ KL? Oh, like- <laughs> honey, I got that. Well, I wish I would have had my equipment and stuff up and I could have played my drop for y'all. Yes. Yeah. You all can definitely find me on all social media platforms. I am on Twitter. I am on Instagram. I am on Facebook. My Facebook is more personable, but yeah. you can still get information about my DJ. My, um, my Facebook is Kristen Brown. Um, K-R-I-S-T-I-N Brown. My DJ Instagram is DJKL underscore 11. And that is the same for my Twitter and my regular Instagram, which you can also find information about my DJ is she's underscore urban. S-H-E-S, no apostrophe underscore urban. Okay. Oh, you know what? You could um <laughs> tell everybody what sorority in because you missed you mentioned your oh, line a lot. Right, and- honey. <laughs> Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. The only way to go if you chose otherwise, I'm so sorry. You know, peer pressure is real. Things happen. You made a mistake and that's cool. But yes, I am a part of one of the best sororities. I honestly feel like if I would not have pledged to be a Delta and met my line sisters when I did, I do not think I would be a DJ today. They are the ones who have literally pushed me to be my authentic self and to go after everything that I wanted to go after. And if it was not for them, I wouldn't even say my parents. It's literally them. So yeah. Thank that you is so me. sweet. Was, I love them. Perfect. That's so sweet. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> but oh yeah. And so you're an HBCU grad though, right? Yes. Okay, Fort go Valley ahead State and University. Fort oh, Valley. Please, Fort Valley State University. Please, y'all, if you are listening and you have children, cousins, um, family members that are looking into colleges, whether it be just an undergrad or a graduate degree, please look into these HBCUs. Yes. They have so much to offer. I think people fail to realize how much they have to offer. And then now HBCUs are on the map. So when yeah. you look at a resume, they're looking for these HBCUs now just as much as they're looking for Georgia State or University mm-hmm. of Georgia. Um, but you just get so much more of your culture and so much more love and so much more authenticity from just HBCUs altogether. I'm trying to get all my nieces and nephews. Milan, whether she know it or not, she's going to an HBCU. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Period. Okay. Sam and Weston, that's Period. where they got to go. They have to offer you that also I feel like they they protect you from versus being at just a regular college. So yes, ma'am. For sure. HBCUs, they definitely going to look out for you because mm-hmm. I know the way this lady looked out for me one year in financial aid, boy, when my grandfather had passed and I had just tried to come back to school, <sighs> that wouldn't have happened at no PWI. That would not have I'm happened. telling you, they would have failed you. They looked yeah. out for you. Yes. Girl. Please yeah. So the HBCU grads are still going strong on my um yes. my my podcast. I'm feeling good about that. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate this episode. No, I thank you for having me. If you ever need me to do you a a mix and have it sent to you, like to play during or after, I'm also going to be um, starting in a couple months. I want to say mid July. I'm going to start doing my lives. 
Okay. Um, Man Crush Monday, where I'm playing all my hot rappers that I like, stuff like that. So, yeah, y'all just stay tuned with me. Stay tuned with me. It's coming. Yes, I'm excited um, because now I know a woman who's a DJ. So, now I got to talk to you off air. But that's right, girl. You do. (laughs) Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, Kendra. I really appreciate it. And congratulations. You're doing great things. Oh, I'm going to have some people come your way, actually, that I know have been interested in just hopping on podcasts and just being able to be interviewed. So I'm really, I I love this. I love empowerment. Black women are magic. We do everything right. I don't care what nobody say. (laughs) So I'm super proud of you. Congratulations on this. It's awesome. Oh, thanks. I'm proud of you too. Cause when you were doing the announcement and you were like, okay, I got this. It's about to drop for my 30th. And I was like, what's she about to drop? And then you dropped the DJ. I was like, oh, yes, honey. (laughs) Everybody so I'm very excited baby. for you. Yeah, yeah. everybody, I did because I did too. I was like, she have another <laughs> <laughs> But that but is yeah, your baby, though, so in a way. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming on.